0: Hello, welcome to BL Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Line's in-house research team. At BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Sai Prabhakar, Principal Research Analyst. The 18,000 crore buyback of IT giant TCS opened on March 9th. Are you amongst those investors who are looking for more clarity on the implications of the buyback and whether you should tender your shares or not? We have with us Hari Vishwanath, Chief Research Analyst at BL Portfolio. Hi, Hari. Hi, sir. So, you have written about this buyback and noted that the buyback adds no value to PCS or its shareholders. Can you explain why?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, the main reason is that the buyback is just. Uh, going to cover 1.1% of TCS's outstanding shares. And that doesn't move the needle. Normally buybacks are done as a signal to shareholders from the management and the boards, corporate boards, that they believe the shares are undervalued. And uh, TCS shares are anything but undervalued. Uh, They're trading at a significant premium to both their historical valuation and also in relation to their growth prospects. For example, at its current price, TCS is valued at a rich 31 times FY23 EPS. And uh, that's a good 25% premium to its five-year average in an environment reeling under geopolitical and economic uncertainties. Further, the buyback price is at a 25% premium to the current price, uh, which values TCS at 37.5 times. Now, that's an even bigger premium uh, towards historical valuation. And uh, if you actually see, Uh, TCS uh, earning growth is pretty similar to its past years. It really hasn't accelerated significantly. Uh, So uh, the multiple expansion is not entirely justified by earnings growth. So to that extent, this buyback is not a signal that the shares are undervalued. It appears to be a more a case that they're doing this buyback uh, because it's a a tax-effective way of distribution of money to shareholders. I think uh, when you pay it as a dividend, the person who receives the dividend has to pay tax based on their slab rate. So this is a tax effective way, but this buyback gets a lot of attention. If you But if you actually see it at a fundamental basis, this is not different from distributing a little over 1% of its market cap as dividend yield. In this case, it's being returned as a buyback. So which is why I feel it gets a lot of headlines, but in terms of fundamentals, it doesn't add anything, which is why I feel it adds no value to TCA shareholders.
0: Uh, can you explain more about your rationale to book profits in a stock? Yes.
1: So, what I'm recommending to investors in uh, today's note is that I'm asking investors to, instead of tendering, just sell their shares. We had given a book profit call on TCS in January 2021 when the stock was trading at uh, 3,300. And since then, the stock has returned 9% versus the Nifty 50 returning 16%. So it's actually underperformed the index. And uh, the reason for that is pretty clear. It was evident even last year. The stocks returns to a great extent was driven by multiple expansion. That is one of the reasons why uh, TCS was an outperformer versus versus the benchmark in years prior to last year. And uh, once beyond the point, multiples cannot expand. After, after some time, multiples will have to contract. So at the, at the multiples that we saw last year we felt there wasn't much opportunity in the stock. And we believe even at today's levels, the multiples are stretched and uh, the risk reward is not favorable. And hence we are recommending investors to book profits in the stock. At the same time, I would also like to add that TCS is a high quality company. At an attractive level, investors should uh, look at entering it again. Stock markets keep giving opportunities for investors as long as they are patient. For example, even a stock like TCS corrected a lot during the March 2020 correction due to COVID. So again, this time also as volatility plays out due to Russia, Ukraine tensions, uh, inflation in the developed markets, investors may get better opportunities. Whenever we feel there is value in the stock, we will recommend investors to get back into it.
0: One quick question, Hari. You mentioned that the multiples will contract, but what if earnings growth is higher? Mm. along with a multiple contraction. Would that not make up for the stock price?
1: Yes. See, uh, the thing is, uh, that is a possibility, but there is no strong evidence that earnings growth is going to accelerate. If we see evidence of that, then it would be a time to reconsider that. At this point of time, there isn't much of an evidence. For example, uh, in FY22, TCS earnings growth has increased, but that was because of the low base effect in fi 21 the company did not see any material earnings growth. So it was benefit of base effect playing out. See, if at all, when we see a time when there is a structural opportunity that is going to accelerate earnings growth, it would be time to reconsider the stock. Right now, it is not the time for that.
0: Okay, but you have spoken about some geopolitical risks and political disruptions. Uh, But last time that there was a major disruption, uh, COVID for instance, after the initial impact, the orders increased and IT companies benefited. Why will this time be different?
1: Yes. Uh, This disruption is definitely different. The reason being that traditionally if you see recessions have not been good for IT companies. Whether you take the recession of the early 2000 in the US post the dot com boom, similarly post the housing bubble in 2007, 2008, IT companies did get negatively impacted because they're entirely dependent on the developed market for their order flows. Uh, The developed markets are the main spenders with their massive IT budgets. The corporates there are way ahead of many other markets in spending in this. And so uh, TCS remains dependent on US and European markets for growth. What is happening now is many countries in Europe and the US are facing their highest inflation in multiple decades. So uh, that is one factor to keep in mind. And the other factor is the geopolitical tensions in, uh, with regard to Russia and Ukraine is uh, definitely going to impact the growth prospects in these countries. And when their growth is impacted, their IT budgets may also be impacted. And when their IT budgets are impacted, uh, TCS revenues could be impacted. Uh, the reason this time, again, it's different is because last time when the dif- disruption happened, it created a positive because digitization increased because that was the way to deal with lockdowns. People had to be at their home or wherever they were and they had to get productive. That was positive for digitization. And again, the second factor that made last recession different, which is the recession of 2020 that I'm talking about, is that the central banks had a lot of dry powder. As soon as the disruption happened, uh, the US Fed and the European Central Bank and the Central Bank in UK, the major central banks, uh, launched a massive quantitative easing program that pumped money into the system. Governments also engaged in fiscal expenditure uh, to compensate for the negative effects of the lockdowns. This time, inflation is shooting up Monetary and fiscal support is not going to be forthcoming. In fact, the U.S. Fed is expected to increase interest rates this week. The European Central Bank surprised markets on Thursday by saying that they're going to end their quantitative easing program ahead of expectations. So the support is not going to be there. And at the same time, Ukraine-Russia conflict is not positive for digitization like COVID was. So which is why this disruption is completely different and the playbook of COVID for IT companies, including TCS, is not going to
0: play out. Thank you Hari, thank you for your valuable insights.